Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, a lot of people are kind of intimidated about making a turkey, but really it's very simple. You just have to know the anatomy of a turkey, and it's got over here just the tiniest little stink hole, but it's big enough to get your hand right up inside of it. <laughs> I cook it with all the giblets, the penises and the ginies. And now a lot of people like to baste their turkeys, but I use this. I flip like that and get into the little hiney hiney hole. <laughs> That's nice and good. I don't know what the hell that is, but I lick it anyway. Oh. Up and down. Oh. And then I like to stick that right on there. What up, everybody? This is Big Steven. You're listening to the OND Podcast. This is episode 38. It is November 20th, 2017. And with me, as always, is my co-host... Brady. What's going on, everybody? Hell yeah. We are back again. Back at it. Super excited. God damn, it's been, it's been what, since before Halloween? I yeah, think? a little before Halloween. Yeah. God, it's been a crazy... This month's went by so fucking fast. I've got a lot to talk about. Got the deals. Yeah. We'll let, we'll let you go with what you've been up to um and then we'll go into like where i went and shit it's just it, there's so much stuff to process so um i haven't been really up to a whole lot we had halloween took the kids out that was fun and uh my kids were all dc villains and superheroes and we 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 make our own costumes so they uh turned out really fucking yeah. good actually the flash that, costume you made was yeah. fucking dope it was, was awesome. uh, it was a whole, like, you know one of those spandex whole body suits that you can buy around Halloween time? And we did that, and we uh, super glued a bunch of uh, yellow felt and stuff and made the actual flash suit. And went to Goodwill and bought an old lady's purple suit and made the, my son the Joker. It's tight. And uh, he looked killer. And Bella was uh, Catwoman, which we bought and everything. Her but, fingernails were amazing. Yeah, <laughs> we bought everything at Goodwill and homemade everything. And, uh, and that's the way to do it. Corey was Superman, but we just bought a Superman costume because his he could so have probably made one, but he's so small it's easier. Yeah, he's to pretty. Do it. He's he's a small guy. But other than that, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, other than that, just working, being dad, playing games when I can, and hell yeah. Stuff like that, but man. Life getting ready for the holidays. Myself, uh, I have no life, so I went on a vacation to Kentucky to see Henderson Man of the Almost Done Pixelated Radio Podcast. They're actually all quitting. All of them? Episode 150, they're done. Yep. Wow. They're, uh, they're pretty much all at like a standstill where they want to take a break. Rob, Rob and Mark have been doing it for the whole 150 episodes. Um, Rich has got his other podcast, Sports Car Unleashed. And uh, Corey's, well, just Corey. But um, Rob's, Rob needs a break, and he's going to do pixelated, radio, uh, pixelated Paranormal every once in a while and be done with that. So 
Anyways, um, went down to his house with him and his mom and his dog, Halo. That was awesome. I had such a fun time. Uh, Corey uh, went with me, my friend Corey. He's from the Pixelated Radio Podcast, as I said. And we drove, it's like a two-hour drive to his house and then seven and a half, almost eight hours nonstop. So that doesn't include breaks all the way to Rob's. And we had a blast, like just listening to music and podcasts the whole time. Hell yeah. Uh, it, was just, it was so fun, man. Like, being on the road is, it's draining, but it's just, it's so, like, relaxing as you much as You get to see the is. countryside yeah. of the, the U.S. with a yeah. drive like that, so. And when we were down there, we participated in Extra Life 2017, and we streamed for 25 hours. All of us didn't go the entire 25 hours. We had to take breaks. Uh, I slept for like three hours from three to six, and then I woke up at six and then streamed from six to 12. Um, yeah, and then we played so many games. We played this like Dread, uh, it's called Dread. It's like a Jenga slash D&D tabletop game. We played some VR, um, which talk about that when I talk about my week uh, or what I've been playing since we've last recorded. And it was just a, it was a blast. We actually raised one thousand and sixty dollars. How do you say that? One thousand and sixty dollars. One thousand and sixty. Just weird just saying like one thousand and sixty dollars. It's just strange to say that way. Yeah. Yeah, that's a shitload of money. Um, Raising them Trump ducats. Yeah, I can't believe that we raised that much money. I I am still so shocked by it. Last year, I think we broke five hundred. I think. Maybe a little bit over. I can't remember. You guys doubled your yeah, doubled the money. Yeah, and we're really, really, really thank you so much to everybody out there that watched, shared the page, donated anything, any comment, anything like that. It really helped us uh, feel like it wasn't a waste of time. And um, you know, any any dollar that we raised goes right to the Children's Miracle Network hospitals, and it was just such a fun time. I loved it. Uh, next year, we're planning on doing it again. We actually are. We're already planning planning in the future. Uh, Rob's friend Aris, um, he's a physical therapy doctor in where he lives in Kentucky, and the dude was like super cool. And he was just so amazed by like our knowledge of games and nerd shit that he was. Just, um, he basically has opened up his house for us next month, like next year, like in the dude's got oh, yeah. a pretty big house. So he's like, just come over here, set up. Bring whoever you want to bring, and we'll do it for 25 hours again. So, oh, yeah. I think we're going to do it again next year. Um, it was, I mean, it was, it was, un, un, it just, it's going to be an un, unforgettable trip. I had so much fun, and I'm really grateful that uh, Rob and his mom let us stay there. And it was just, it was awesome, man. I can't, I can't speak enough about it. Um, while we were down there, we did, that was the night that the Xbox One X launched. So, uh, my, me, uh, Rob, and Brady all got one. Um, and, I drove my ass to Wichita at 11 o'clock at night. And you had to be to work the next day, too? Yep. Oh, my God. And you couldn't get it to, what, 11? Yeah. Didn't yeah. pick it up till 11. Yeah. Cut everybody in the line, got mine, went home, set it up, went to sleep. Yeah. So. That sucks. But it's, uh, I don't have a 4K TV yet. Yeah. A couple hopefully, days you will. Hopefully in the next couple days. Um... But just uh, and let's let's talk a little bit about that. So the Xbox One X to anybody out there that's living under a fucking rock, this is a premium console. You don't need one, and unless you know you are, I'm I'm, I'm an Xbox fan. I'm a, I uh, that's my primary gaming system of choice. So for me, it makes sense. Um, to somebody out there that has an Xbox One, they may play two or three games on it. 
not really that, you know, maybe a one time of week thing. I don't know. It's not worth it to you. If you don't have a 4K TV to you, it might not be worth it to you. Now, just because you don't have a 4K TV, is it worthless? No, because no. Yeah. it loads things better. There's certain games where you'll notice slowdown um, when, like, a lot of shit's going on. Uh, a lot of shit's going on on screen at once, such as, like, Destiny with public events. Um, Get them 10 frames a second, and then yeah. right now with the X. Like with the glimmer, the they, glimmer thing or whatever. They don't, there's no frame rate drop, so it stays at that uh, yeah. sweet 30 frames a second. <laughs> yeah. And there's, like, certain games, like, the game I love showing everybody is Skate 3. Uh, it's a 360 game. I mean, it's several, several years old. The game came out so long ago. And they've actually enhanced that for the Xbox One X, and it's pretty fucking unbelievable how good that game looks. Yeah. It runs at 60 frames a second. It's um, super sampled, and like it just doesn't look doesn't look muddy anymore, washed out. It's fucking incredible. I showed uh, our buddy Chauncey like he he played the shit out of that game back in the day. Yeah. And he was like, "Holy shit! Like this looks like something that would run on the PC back then." But that game never came out on PC. It was only consoles. So it's really impressive to see that. Um, it's just like a little like a, like games that have like longer draw distances, no more like less jaggies, you know, better shadowing, colors, stuff like that. So it's a premium, it's a premium thing. Uh, but I'm loving it, man. I, I love the shit out of it. I love the look of it, how quiet it is. Um, the there's just a power cord, none of that big old brick thing anymore. It's just it's a solid solid machine. Like I love it. It's cool looking. Man. I just fucking love it. So, uh, with that, we'll just start right off into getting to what we've been playing. Um, yeah, so I'll let you go first, man. i got a lot more shit to talk about than you. we both got some stuff, the same stuff to talk about. So, we'll start off with your list, man, and we'll go from there. So, as most of you know, we are pretty hard critics of Call of Duty. and For good reason. For good reason. Um, the new Call of Duty World War II came out and launched with a lot of bugs. Which is still, which is kind of amazing considering that it's been in development for what at least two years, and they've you know there's only 18 iterations of this game. So, but it's not all negative. I think the game is a blast. Um, I haven't ran into a whole lot of the same issues that keep popping up on the internet that people are talking about. Like getting, what? Getting kicked like in the middle of a match. Um, the only real issue that I've had is sometimes trying to join friends, and then the social space that they've added to it is they should they turn they turned off other players coming in because it was making I guess the game act. Do you think that? Do you think that that's the case? I don't think that's the case. I think that they took that off because right now the biggest thing because that game launched at a weird time. It launched. Right around the time of the Xbox One X, it launched right around the time that everybody's talking about microtransactions and loot boxes all the time. Yeah. And that's where you would do that. Because you so, can't even spend real money in that game yet to buy loot boxes until... Did uh, Infinity War have microtransactions yes. from the start? Yeah. From the very start? Yeah, from the very start, yes. So even yeah, Black Ops 3 did, because David spent a shitload of money on that game. On, then Black Ops 3, there was this um, some kind of melee weapon he wanted... And I think he spent close to $40 on loot boxes in that game. Damn. And there, that's one dude. 
Now think about that. See, and like, I, I love the fact that right now that it doesn't. Everything has to be earned. Like, yeah. To me, that's... but in Call of Duty, like I don't think. I mean, there are weapons. Yeah, there. That's true. There are weapons you can get, and you can get crazy. There's variants of different weapons. It doesn't necessarily affect. I don't think how the actual weapon performs. I just think yeah. it's pretty much just all cosmetic. Yeah. I think that's how Call of Duty's always been. I can't. Don't quote me on that, but, but. With that, I think that them taking the social space out and not letting people buy loot boxes is their way of being like, okay, well, look, guys, we're not that bad. You know, we you can't spend money on it yet because they're trying to get away. We're not EA. Yeah, <laughs> we're not. We're not. We're not trying to get into that territory. But the social space, like when you're in there with people, like you can commend people, so you can bring up their profile, commend them, and you get social space XP, and yeah. that's tied to challenges, to players' cards, to all this shit like that. So it's like all that time we could be earning that stuff, we're not earning that, which kind of sucks. Yeah. But, but as far as the gameplay go, the actual core mechanics of the game, it's it's very much uh, boots on the ground Call of Duty, which is what everybody mm-hmm. has wanted them to go back to for. But just like the the biggest thing right now is the, is the quick scoping. Like, yeah. I don't understand like why they don't take that completely out of of Call of Duty, because it's not like if you could quick scope like people do on CS:GO. Like, that requires skill to do. Yeah. And this, it's a bug to where when you barely when you barely zoom in with the scope... I don't know if it's necessarily a bug. It's just a manipulation of the mechanic. It's not... Yeah, it's true. It's, it, yeah, it's an exploitation of what it is. Yeah. Because you're taking the scope, you're zooming in real quick, and as soon as you zoom in, it makes the game think that you're zoomed in all the way, so that wherever the crosshair is on that thing, you're going to hit them, and it's going to be the full power of a single-shot sniper rifle. And so people are just quick scoping. I mean, it was happening to us the the other day, and it was just it was just fucking brutal. It really, to me, it takes the the fun out of the game. It does, yeah. It's um, it's it's bullshit. It's game breaking. When if you know in any f- FPS game that you play, if you can get a couple hits on somebody and then they can turn around and just one shot you, it kind of just really just makes you not want to play it. And um, but it's not near as rampant as other issues in other games, so. To me, I've had a lot of fun playing it. It's probably been my number one played game in the last month. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I used to be a big call. We both used to be big yeah, Call of Duty players play back in the day. Out of Call of Duty back in the day, and then honestly, what what killed it for me was all the double jumping and wall running. I just couldn't get down with it. I, yeah. To me, it just adds a whole other level of bullshit. Get, well, you know, <laughs> getting shot from every different direction. Yeah. There's no like I, what I love about a good shooter is map control. Being able to lock down a certain point, and if I have to worry about being shot in the back from the ground <laughs> from the top, like it just kind of, to me, it just takes out the casual ability to play a shooter like that. Mm-hmm. Instead of you know, I don't want to play, I don't want to get into a match and it be a sweaty match every time. To me, that's not fun. Like I love doing well, but it's not. You know when you, yeah, you know, uh, it's really weird. I watched uh, one of David's house the other day, and I was watching him play Call of Duty, and yeah. He's like me. All, all all we play is hardcore, and just watching him play is fucking ridiculous. Like he's just so good. It's crazy, man. He's he's weird at that shit, man. But have you played any of the single player at all? Uh, no, I haven't no. even booted it up. To be it's honest, it's pretty cool. They um, it starts off in Normandy Beach, and the way they did that was was really intense. And I haven't, I haven't beat it all. campaigns have, have bit me more than once that I just kind of gave up on them. You don't like them? I, it's not that I don't like them. It's just, I, to me, they will never live up to the earlier versions of themselves. Yeah. And so, 
I remember what was it? Ghost was the one that really just kind of killed it for me. Yeah, when, but you need to try this one. It goes, you know, it, like a five-hour campaign, and it's just like what? Like yeah. I mean, this one's probably about about that time too. But I mean, you just need, you need to try it. It's, it's, it goes back to the old I don't school. Know, to feeling. me, that type of shit right there is what's killed story-driven games, and I think that's a lot of why the FPS market's flooded right now. Well, yeah. I mean, but you look at you look at uh, the stats, man. It's all about stats. Why would why would they spend a shit ton of time in a campaign if no one's gonna if people are gonna play it one time and be done with it? Just make a quality product. Yeah, I mean most most of the time you play as shooter, you're playing it for the multiplayer. After you beat the campaign, it's all I mean, that's that's not true as from you right now at all. Like what? Like the other game I've been playing. What Destiny? No, Wolfenstein. Oh, oh that's yeah, an all story. Yeah, but that's. But in the same time, like I don't know, I just I see Call of Duty in its, in its own to me the, its own like aspect. The, the, in the, the first person shooter like story games like have been on the decline I think for a long time, and because everybody just focuses on multiplayer, which multiplayer is fun. Don't get me wrong, I fucking love playing against other people, but to me that the story driven games have definitely taken a backseat. Says the person who didn't play Bioshock. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Oh goddamn! I love that game, but I don't know. There, there's a lot of quality games that that are first person. Though. I mean, you got your Bioshock or your Fallout's, which technically can be third person. And I've played them, played them all. Or I'm not Bioshock, but Bioshock. Yeah, Bioshock, Fallout, Dishonored. Uh, and it's not really a shooter, but it's first person. Deus Ex, Wolfenstein, very high quality story story driven things. That's what I'm saying. Like for me, Call of Duty and Battlefield are in the totally different realm. Like I see that more of as multiplayer game and uh, stories tacked but on. But look how, cool. but look at and and look at Battlefront One. How many people threw a fit because there was no story? Yeah. And then now that there is a story, it has its whole another. The multiplayer has killed that game. Yeah. Before it even launched, dead on arrival. Yeah. But with that story mode, I'll tell you a little bit about that too. Well, I don't doubt that it's like, great. I know. Nah, I thought it was great, but then it, it then it's like I'll. I'll, I'll talk a little bit about it when we talk about it. You'll, I don't plan to buy that game until it's very discounted. Yeah. So thirty bucks is the most. Twenty is sweet spot for me. And I but, won't buy the season pass if it doesn't drop. Yeah, I can see them just being like fuck season pass. Well, no, they already said. Remember, they said the all DLC will be free in Battlefront too. Well, whatever it is, they're just, to hot. yeah, right. Well, they they've claimed that since the beginning. But anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves in our weeks. So World War Two, uh, check it out. Is do you think it's worth sixty dollars? If you're a Call, a Call of Duty, Duty fan, fan, definitely. Yeah. Because yeah. um, you see something from like Infinite War, like Infinite War is just a fucking if, piece of shit. If you're wanting just a casual online multiplayer game, yeah, definitely worth sixty bucks. To me, it's it's a uh, it's a lot of fun. You get that whole World War Two feel. Um, I don't know. I've had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. I can't really speak too too ill about it. And usually I have plenty to say about Call of Duty, so. It's a whole new world. <laughs> Alright, so what's the, ne- that's, what's the next thing? Uh, um, so, I haven't ever really played any of the newer Wolfenstein games. I remember having one on my PC growing up. Um, so, I started, we bought Wolfenstein 2 and then Wolfenstein... The New Order and The Old Blood. And so I started the first uh, New Order. No, 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 no. You started two. I didn't start it at all. And you were like, you booted it up. And I seen it. 
I was like, got on my Xbox, and I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? I messaged him. I was like, why are you playing two before one? And you're like, is it really that big of a deal? Yeah, it's a big deal. Not really. There is bullshit. Bullshit. There are things that happen in that game that directly impact the second game. Because when you boot up the second game, it doesn't recognize your save, but it asks you what you did in the first game at certain key points. And it does matter. But anyway, I started playing the the first one, so I've enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, You like the style of it and like the way that like it feels like that old school like like old school shooter like um, you know like the Doom and the Wolfenstein games back in the day like they feel like kind of clunky like the way they move their their guns and shit and yeah and you have to pick up the health pack and the armor packs and stuff and, yeah but the style in that game dude is it's all about that fucking environmental to me, design to me though like uh, playing. Lately, I've been, you know, played Quake and then Doom, and so those games all kind of feel the same to me, mm-hmm. as far as uh, mechanically, as uh, they go. But it's a good story, um, from what I've experienced. You know, it's always fun killing Nazis. So yeah, um, and everybody's like, Ooh, Nazi zombies, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Kill real Nazis. But, uh, yeah, really. I, awesome. Like I said, I've only made it to like the third act. So the game is so. so fucking good, man. That story is so killer. There's so many like key key battles in that game that just blew my mind. You having any difficulty with the difficulty in that game? No. No. Okay. There's some parts that are fucking pretty damn hard. Um, I have not started Wolfenstein two yet. I'm waiting. I'm going to start it this week. I'm just trying to get a little bit more through other campaigns before I start that one. But I'm really fucking stoked. Um. Also, I uh, booted up Fallout 4 since I got my Xbox One uh, X and wanted to see uh, exactly how it performed and mm-hmm. it performs amazingly. Um, I wish some of the newer PC mods would get brought to the Xbox quickly. Yeah, it's really weird because I've, I've done the exact opposite. I booted up Skyrim um, to try to play that because that game, it, it's optimized a little better for that, for the Xbox One X with you, not with even software updates yet because that game and Fallout 4 will both be native 4K but they haven't updated it yet so on Skyrim there's way more mods available for that graphics mods quest mods content uh, on the Xbox and I've got that game modded out I think I've got like 40 megabytes left of the 4 gigabyte I'm allowed <laughs> I've got it so modded and uh, you you boot it up you get everything you get uh, uh, dynamic weather uh, the water looks real uh, when you go out like when it's raining or snowing you can see the water dripping off of the helmets and shit it's crazy man There's so much yeah. stuff and it loads like it loads almost instantly it's crazy how how well that game already is optimized for Xbox One X without the developer actually going in there and modding it yeah so once that um, Fallout 4 and that both get actually optimized oh my god dude it's gonna be great it's gonna be pretty awesome but um also started another game that I kind of didn't didn't play not really didn't play just didn't really want to spend the money on it um was Deus Ex uh, Mankind Divided and yeah, started to play that haven't got too far into it like I said we have I have such a backlog of games that it's hard just to sit down and want to just play one yeah and so what's your is this your first Deus Ex game yeah it is okay um I remember I don't remember how I mean how long ago it was on the PS2. I remember going into GameStop and I seen a game on the shelf and it was called Deus Ex Conspiracy. And I was like, oh, this game looks kind of cool. And like on the back it had this dude like in sunglasses and it had him like 
asking this person questions and stuff, and it had shooting elements. And I was like, oh, this looks pretty cool. I think I bought it for like $25 or something for the PS2. Went home, played it, and like you start off like actually um, in New York in, I believe it's either Statue of Liberty or the, the Two Towers. I think, yeah, I think it was the Two Towers. Um, and you're like doing this like big conspiracy with all this like, like uh, what do you call it? Uh, nano, nano machine, nano bots or whatever. And it's just crazy, man. The, the whole cyberpunk element of that and the way Adam Jensen talks and stuff and talks like some fucking weird coked out uh, Batman and what are you doing? And like, it's weird, but yeah. The whole game, dude, like, uh, Deus Ex, uh, Mankind Divided is, is great. Human Revolution on the 360, which we own that too, is good too. And, uh, it takes a little while to get used to the controls, but yeah, that's, all the way you can do the mods and stuff challenge with, with, it so with far. your nano mods, man. Oh my God. It's just such a good game. And just the different ways you can go about doing objectives in your missions is just, it's, it's great. Like that game, Dishonored and Hitman are like the best in that element of like, how are you going to tackle this this I didn't, subject? I didn't know, and I think we've mentioned this before, but in the uh, PC community, Dishonored is like considered one of the best stealth games. Like, oh made. yeah, they love it. And it's like crazy. the mods that the people have made for that game yeah. have put it like leagues above most other stealth. Games. Oh yeah, and you look at you look on YouTube, you can watch people doing like speed runs and shit. It's amazing. They'll never touch the ground. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I, I love Dishonored, man. I, Dishonored 2 lost me a little bit. I didn't really get in, into it as much as I did 1, but I actually picked up Death of the Outsider uh, the other day. It's I, a standalone DLC. But Dishonored 2 is just starting completely over, like wiping my save and just starting over. Yeah. And just seeing if I can approach it differently than I have. Yeah. But, do you go stealthy or do you go kill, kill, kill? Uh, I try to do a, a, mix, a little mix of both, to yeah. be honest. If I can sneak around something and avoid a long engagement, I will. But if yeah. I can, you know, kill somebody and take down a couple. That's people. the problem with a lot of these games, man. Is a lot of these games come out and like right now we're in that we're in that clutch where all these games come out and you don't know what to play, and then you're like, fuck, I don't know what to play. Oh, I'll just play Magic Call of Duty. Yeah, and, and then it happens every fucking year, dude. So that I, I think that's a good approach for especially something like Dishonored too. Like just fuck it, start over. Um, once you start playing, you're like, oh, I remember this part. And I, oh, I remember what I did. Let me go and try it a different way. And then and yeah. that might make it more interesting. So I see what you're saying. Um, the other game I've been playing, we talked about this, I think, last time. But I did still have been playing Fortnite Battle Royale. Fuck yeah. And this we, game... We played a lot of this at Rob's. <laughs> well, and this game is... Like, it's competing with PUBG right now. And, like, yeah. player numbers. Which is kind of crazy because, it like, on the console, Fortnite is killing it. I mean, it's, yeah. they have it's so huge. many people concurrent, like, on console. And granted, PUBG's not out on the Xbox yet. And so, um, I still think Fortnite will give it a good run for its money because it's so much more accessible. And PUBG is fun, but it's pretty sweaty. I mean, yeah. it's it's a game that you really, you're going to have to pour in some hours into. It's tough. But, I mean. To, you know, and the, um, the loot system in PUBG takes a while like to yeah. rank up yeah and i mean in fortnite you know you have like a ranking system but it's just garbage like at rank 10 you get a a different type of bus i think or something yeah. <laughs> or maybe like an emblem or something so stupid but it's a work in progress and their their concept they're running with is, is really cool it's really fun with friends that like we were doing is uh, me rob and cory were playing um us three and then we just would randomly match make the other person during during 
when we were just over there playing for fun. And when we were there, um, we took turns uh, picking different areas on the map to spawn. So, like, when you're spawning in the... Basically, anyone that doesn't know what this game is, it's... Because some people don't. When we were streaming it, they were like, what game is this? Because, of course, we were streaming on Facebook, so yeah. some people won't know. Basically, it's one it's 1v99, but when you're on a, um, a team, you know, you have, you know, your team against other teams or whatever. And there's a big map, and you can bring up the map, and you can put a marker down where you want your team to jump. So every time we jump, we'd have to go and then, like, look for loot real quick and then try to move as a team to just survive. And, you know, we did okay. There's this one part where we were in this, uh, uh, we were trying to, like, we just didn't really know where to go. We were just screwed. We were like, fuck it. We didn't have no good guns. We were like, this is going to be a wash. And I was like, look at this bush over here. Let's just, let's just try, we're, like, right in the middle of the circle. Let's just try to hide in this bush and just wait for people to walk by. Sure enough, man, me, Corey, Rob, like, all of us were in this one bush. People just running right by us every time. It was funnier and shit, man. <laughs> and, like, uh, and I was like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> started shooting shit and he got us all killed it was just funny um i cannot wait for the 12th for PUBG to come out on xbox i'm just i'm so fucking excited for that it's gonna be tough it's gonna be a lot of learning uh but i'm really excited and i just i i can't wait for that man yeah cannot wait it's gonna be so much fun they just in, introduced the the vaulting patch yeah which is crazy is it out officially yeah, now? It's, it's out on PC. I know that. Yeah, because I know they were. I was listening to a podcast. And they were talking about. The I don't know they, if it's going to be released with the Xbox. No, it won't. That one, vaulting is for 1.0, and when it launches on the 12th officially for PC, it'll be in that, but it won't be in the Xbox version yet. So it's I don't know. It's just crazy, man. I can't. I cannot wait to play that fucking game. So yeah, is that it for you? Or, well, you know, and I bought my LC of the other game. I been kind of playing is uh i bought doom on pc just because it was on sale for 12 dollars. yeah and so and that game is always a great shooter as far as a pc shooter goes get you get you to learn on the mouse yeah, and keyboard it's, quick. it's a good game to learn mouse and keyboard on um you know arena shooter that game is that game i love that fucking story in that game or you know, the story missions in that game just feels like such a badass with that fucking metal music. It's fucking badass. That, uh, Doom released on the Switch as well. Yeah, which but is crazy. It is, because I can't... To me, that's... I would never think about buying it on the Switch. But I guess if I was a, a Nintendo person only, maybe. But yeah. Everybody says it runs hella good on the Switch, though, which is fucking awesome. That game runs hella good on about everything yeah. they put it on, though. Yeah. That's one crazy. thing Bethesda didn't... Fuck uh, release. Hell yeah, I'm really, really excited to play, uh, just to, to play Skyrim on the Switch someday when it's like 20 bucks. Yeah. I'm going to pay more than that. But, uh, so yeah, so that's it for your stuff. That's really playing. about it. Cool. All right, well, I'll talk about what I've been playing in no specific order. Uh, I tried out the EA Access trial for Sims 4. I was really excited for this game to come out on, come out on the consoles. Like, I was like really, really stoked. Um, this is the one good thing about EXS is that it kind of like, if there's a game that you're excited about and you're like, man, I can't wait to play it. You can actually download the full game and play like 10 hours of it a week before it comes out. So, um, I played it and I got my taste of it. Yeah. Saved, saved me 50 bucks. Like it was pretty cool. Um, I realized that I want that game, but I can wait for a sale because, I think they need to get some of the stuff patched on it and made the controls a little better because basically they took a mouse and just emulated it on an Xbox controller. Yeah. Like all the menus you have to use your stick 
to scroll to different things, and it's really, really, really. I mean, imagine like a mouse. Like you're holding a mouse and you're controlling it with the right thumbstick. Like it's just, it's not pinpoint accuracy. Then you can use the D-pad to go to, to different hotspots on on the HUD, but it's just it's just a fucking chaotic mess. Um, everything else is cool. You want to know what happened with my first sim? I made uh, I made a guy kind of kind of look like me, um, and I moved him into this house, and I made him romantic, lazy, uh, v computer tech, video game savvy, uh, and his special skill was. Glut gluttonous or glut gluttery or something. Gluttony. And uh, no, it wasn't gluttony. It was it has some like some weird simish word, but basically I could forge through trash and eat anything out of the trash and <laughs> and fix my hunger. <laughs> so, in the game, like I swear this You're is this is how bandit. fucking this is how amazing Sims. This is why I love Sims. First game got to my house. All of a sudden, all these neighbors come over. There's two guys. And uh, two guys and three three girls come to my house. And, like, in The Sims, like, everything's all randomly generated AI stats and all that stuff. So, like, they just all walk into my house. And my I have my free will on, so my Sim will do whatever he thinks he needs to do at the time. So he, like, goes outside, brings the trash can into the into the house, and starts going through it eating. And all these people around me are like, ugh, ugh, like, you just screaming, like, just horrified. And then, uh, <laughs> then like they all go to like my kitchen area, and they're all talking to each other. So then I'm like, go. I was like, I clicked on one you of the girls. Feed them trash. No, I I, I clean. I, I they, like have the trash can there, and when you're going through it, it'll make trash spots on the ground. So I just left it there, and I go to the kitchen or the dining room area, and I'm like talking to these two chicks, and then these two dudes are getting mad because I'm talking to them. So then like I pick a fight with one of the guys. And then, like, the two girls, like, start having hearts over their heads. Like, they were impressed with what I was doing. And one chick was pregnant and one wasn't. And then, so, I, I fought one of the dudes. And the, and the guy, like, walked off with, like, a like a bandage around, like, like one of the ace bandages around his arm. Like, he, like, he had it in, like, a fucking, what do they call that? Where you're, like, holding sling. it. Yeah, like a sling. And he started walking away. And then, and then the other guy was, like, moo, moo, like, like, saying, like, sorry or whatever. And, like, the two girls had hearts over their, over their face. So, I clicked on, I clicked on the non-pregnant one. And then uh, and it gave me, like, all these options, and it was, like, tell a joke, flirt, uh, push down. I was like, all right, push down. And then fucking Sam just pushed her down, and she, like, fell down. She started crying and walked away. And then the pregnant girl, like, started having having hearts over over, over her uh, head because she thought she obviously thought that was cool, like, funny. <laughs> so then I went to her, and then, like, I pushed the button, and then it said, you know, tell a joke, um, conversate, talk about games, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then it said fight, and I was like, "There's no fucking way they're gonna let me fight a pregnant woman." I fucking did. I fucking I fought the damn pregnant woman, right? And then the paramedics show up. I fucking knocked her out. <laughs> and they came, they came in, they came in there, took her away, and this then is Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, and then after everybody left, my character was like, "Ooh." He's like, like, he's tired. So he went and laid down. The next day I woke up, there was there were cops at my door and giving me these fines for for, for, for beating up people. It was fucking hilarious. It was like, fucking knocked out a pregnant girl. <laughs> but it, The Sims is funny as shit, man. I love that game. I can't wait till it goes on sale. But it was just one of them games. It's like, man, I, I, I really want to get it. But, I mean, you know, it is what it is. And then I get an email today from EA. They're like... Congratulations, Black Friday sale, Sims 4, $10 on PC. I'm like, fuck. 
but I want it on my console. But I know it's so much better on my. I know it's so much better on PC. But so anyway, um, I wonder if they do. They wouldn't patch controller support into the PC version, would they? That'd be pretty fucking cool if they did. Uh, anyway, so uh, another game I played and beat actually is South Park Fractured Butthole Shit Show, whatever the hell that game's called. Um, I really like the game. It's just that it it has that tendency to like. I hate when a story just, you're like, okay, this is it. This is the finale. Oh, fuck. Again, again. And it kept doing that. It, like, overstayed its welcome for me so much. Um, I, it's hard to talk about this game without spoiling stuff because the game is all about, like, little inside jokes and one-liners and, and just, you know, scene stealers, stuff like this. Like, it's just... It's a lot of fanfare. Yeah, like, it's it's a lot of stuff. And there's, like, a lot... Like, my roommate was watching me play it, and he was like, oh, yeah, that happened in the show, that happened in the show. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know that, like, because I don't watch the show. But but it's it's really fun. Like, I think that what killed that game for me, too, is the combat. Like, in the number one, uh, The Stick of Truth, it was pretty much just turn-based combat, you know? I see it. I started playing it, and I played a, a decent amount of it for a game that I wasn't really, like... For Stick of Truth or this one? On the new uh, Fracture Bubble. Yeah. Like, the combat, like, it's it's fun, but... It's fun, but it's not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. it felt kind of more like a chore after a while. Yeah, it, it, lasts, it lasts too long. Because what I'd do is I'd go into the battles, and I would do the same exact battle that I did before. And there'd be some kind of, like, scenes and boss battles where you'd have to, like, kind of switch it up because they would basically push you back on the grid to the left or to the right, or there'd be, like... This one scene where this person's coming after you and they're keep you have to basically stay away from them instead of going towards them you have to run away but still attack but run away at the same time so that kind of switched it up but a lot of the same times like you're fighting you're fighting the same battles over and over again and the battles last too long Henderson man said the same thing he's like if they would have fixed that it probably would have made the game felt like it was going at a more steady pace but you know you'd have like a scene and they talk and have all these good jokes and then all of a sudden oh another battle like it's like Taking me out of the fucking, taking me out of the element of just laughing my ass off, you know. Yeah. But it's a good deal. It's sixty bucks. You can get it right now for forty dollars on the Xbox One sale, and it comes with Stick of Truth. That's a great fucking deal. Yeah. You know, thirty bucks a piece or twenty bucks a piece. Like that's a fucking steal. Um, and they're gonna have DLC for this and stuff. I doubt I'm gonna get it because it just it it really it really tainted it for me. Unless it comes out and like everybody raves about it and it's decently cheap along. I say long when I just bitched about it being too long. But, um, I don't know. Uh, play a little bit of Hitman again. Um, I've had this collection for a long time. Uh, and it's actually an Xbox One X enhanced game. Uh, the other day, like, I was like, ah, I'm going to try it out. So I loaded up episode three on it, I believe. And uh, Brady was over here watching me play this. And, you know, there's just, like, I did one where you, because you'll have these, like... It's actually inspired me to want to play this game. It's crazy, man. Like, you, you, you go in there... There's so many different ways to tackle these missions. Like, uh, I found this this one where I had to go get this, basically get this suit from um, this area, and then, and that didn't work. So then I went into, I kept exploring the town, whatever, and then I found this, like, apartment, and that's where one of the, the guy that was going to be a chef in the, in the new, in the, the chef's assistant or whatever, and I was like, oh shit, I can get, I can get his clothes. So I took his clothes, knocked him out, actually broke his neck, because I'm a G like that. Broke his neck, took his clothes, and then, like, I was looking on his um, desk, and I found, like, a key and some other shit. And then I went down the stairs, because, yeah, I went down the stairs, and then I went into this room, and it, and it had uh, that key that I picked up. It had a, 
uh, a door and it was like it said safe house and it said safe house unlocked when I opened the door and it was it was a safe house somewhere where if they were going to ex you know get like some someone into protective custody the agents would take him there yeah. it was and it was like an abandoned one so there was like there were some guns in there weapons and then there was a golf ball an exploding golf ball and I was like <laughs> oh shit I bet this is useful for something so I go you know then we go around there and the guy that I'm supposed to, to take out to assassinate uh, he's this like uh, designer chic guy and he likes to golf and all this stuff so I found the golf course and I it took me like what 40 minutes to tra- to track his well first off I found the spaghetti and I poisoned the spaghetti I made the spaghetti poisoned it and he went over there but I picked the wrong poison because remember I picked the one because it told me when I picked it up it was like there's three different types of poison. There's one that'll make you sick. There's one that'll make that that'll kill you, and there's one that'll make you sleep. Well, I picked the one that'll make him sick. So he just basically walks slower and like, oh, I don't feel so good. So I gave him that. He ate that, and then his guards were on alert because he didn't feel good. Then I had to wait for him to feel better. Walk all the way back to his fucking golf course, and I put uh, I I put the golf the exploding golf ball in, in the golf thing. So he waited, and I think he teed off like once. And then he teed off again, and then when he swung back, hit that fucking ball, his body goes flying up in the air, and all, this, all the guards are like, huh? Look at me all go running over there. It's pretty like, epic. I have it on my game uh, my game clips on Xbox. And uh, it was just so cool, man. Like, there's just so many different ways to do that. And then, um, I don't know, that game is just so fantastic. They got a Game of the Year edition out now. It's got all the DLC, plus a new bonus mission, bonus outfits, stuff like that. Um, and there's you can replay these missions so many times because there's so many different ways to do it, and you can keep track of all the different ways to to uh, succeed on these missions. And trust me, if you've not played Hitman, you fucking need to play Hitman. It's a great game. It's so much fun. Uh, the next game I played, uh, actually, you played this too, and you did not talk about anything about this. You probably have more time in this game than I do. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah. So. Uh, new Assassin's Creed. They took uh, what three, two years, two three years, about two, yeah, two years to make years to make this. Um, I've not put that much time into it, but I know that you put some hours into it. Uh, this game is fucking big. I'm like level sixteen. Yeah, I'm a, I'm about there. I think I'm level fourteen. I think this game's oh excuse me is big, it huge. Is. There's a lot to do. Yeah. The map is massive. Yeah. And uh, it's a beautiful game. And I I didn't play this game on my Xbox until the Xbox One X came out. So I... I well, I did... That took that back. I did play it on Rob's TV, which was 1080p, on my Xbox One X, but not at 4K. Yeah. So I seen the difference between it because I would watch it on his and then I'd play it on mine. And uh, this game basically makes the water higher resolution more draw distance stuff like that and like when you go into this like bird's eye view where you tag enemies and stuff when you switch back to the dude I don't know the, what's the dude's name I can't even remember I can't fucking I can't remember I can't remember every other name of every other main character in the fucking yeah. Assassin's Creed universe except him but uh I don't know this is cool man there's so much exploration like just going and like finding little tombs and like um you know the Egyptian tombs and shit that shit's fucking cool to me man I think and, the loot system in that game is probably the yeah. best part of it. Yeah, the loot so. system. They got like a kind of like a Diablo slash um, Darksiders 2 like loot system, you know? Like, it'll tell you if you, it'll, it'll be like, uh, if it's worse than what you have, it'll be red with an down arrow, green with an up arrow. Um, 
I don't know, man. There's just there's a lot of stuff in that game. You can you can create. You there's crafting. There's looting. There's fucking. Uh, I was playing the other day, and there was like camel races, and like yeah. it was just it's crazy, man. There's so much shit to do in that game. And they have a, uh, I think it's a monthly thing where you can go find. Yeah, I didn't know this. Anubis, and you can get parts of his armor. Yeah. Or maybe even weapons. So it's like a bounty, like. Is it, yeah, is it just like, limited to so many people who ever beat him, or no, it's, it's, just within it, your game? It's live, I mean, it's live to everybody. I mean, it's, like, it'll just say, like, certain, uh, it'll give you, like, a, a little indicator when you get on, and it'll say you have to go find him. That's crazy. That's fucking tight. So, um, you have to be level 40 to do it, so I yeah. didn't do it, because, you know, be level 40, that's a lot of time put in that game. Yeah. But, um... Still, though, it's something to... It's like a, a live event. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, like Destiny does with like, oh, Zer's here for this amount of time. Yeah. Or, you know, you can only do trials in this time. That's pretty... That's fucking cool. That's something unique. I think uh, the next DLC is going to be strongly tied in with something similar. That's cool. Um, and I know with... um, they also have like a photo mode. Like when you open the map, there are little icons for photos and people that have taken... This game has an amazing photo photo taker mode, whatever. Yeah. And people can upload it, and people can vote on it and stuff. And and if uh, when you look at the map, if it's gold, that means a lot of people have liked it. And when people like it to a certain amount, you'll get credits and money sent to your game and into your game. That's pretty tight. So yeah, Assassin's Creed Origins. They you can definitely tell they took the time on it, and it's it's probably going to be in a lot of people's considerations for game of the year because it's just it's, it's hella fucking good. I think it's good. Like, I, yeah. I love Assassin's Creed Me games, too. Though, Me too. We now own all of them, except for number one. That's the only one we don't own on the Xbox. Did we get Syndicate? I don't think we did. I don't think we did. I might end up still get, end up getting that, but... Yeah. Just because that's the only one that I haven't played. You should get it, since I got Death Dishonored, even though you don't really play Dishonored, but... <laughs> I, like, uh, yeah. I like this. We have so much fucking games to play. I know. But yeah, we do need to get... No, like, we didn't get Syndicate, because we were like... You we, get it cheaper at GameStop, but then again, we'd if both we have to buy, buy it. Coffee, we're gonna That'd spend... be twenty bucks right there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that game's I gonna be. We might do it. Yeah, just so we can own all of them, and then all the one we'll need to have is number one, if that ever goes on sale, backwards compatible. Anyway, uh, the last two games, um, Agents of Mayhem. I picked that up today. Redbox has like a sale going on right now. That they actually have a lot of sales. Always yeah. Going on. It's weird. If you so. have, if you subscribe to certain subreddits, you will be notified of these deals pretty often. Yeah, and you can get a lot of decent games for like five, ten bucks. Yep. And Agents of Mayhem went on sale for four ninety nine, and I was like, shit, I'll buy it for that. Um, it's made by Violation, Vo- 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 whatever that shit is. The people who make Saints Row, and it's clearly a Saints Row like crackdown wannabe game, and it's. You're this like team of three people, and you're going and trying to. I only played like the first couple missions, and like no joke, I was literally falling asleep playing it. It the story was trash, the audio, everything about that game is so fucking generic. <laughs> but I haven't got to any of the open world stuff yet. But I know this game got hammered pretty bad on like how generic it was, and there was like no life to it. Yeah. Um. So I'm kind of I'm kind of disappointed in that because. Saints Row games used to be so good, and then they just got so trash. But I mean, you know, five bucks. It's a good. It's it's an Xbox One enhanced game, so that's the main reason I got it because I was like, I want to see what it looks like in 4K. Um, 
I mean, no, I mean, it's... I still want to... It is what it is. I've been thinking about getting that game we were talking about earlier. Battle Crashers or Battle Crashers. Because that game, to me, it it looks pretty. It does look pretty. That's the biggest draw to me right now. Yeah. But... It does does look pretty, but it'll go on sale, man. I know it will. Games like that always do. Um, The last game that I I played, I've probably played the most in the past couple weeks, uh, well, the past week, is Skyforge. I've talked about this last show on the PS4, but it actually came out on Xbox uh, out of nowhere, actually. Uh, they put it, It's still not even really out yet, which is bullshit. Uh, they have like a pre-order early access thing to it. Uh, you can pay the starter kit, which is like $15, and they'll get you a week of premium service, a bunch of credits to spend in the game, like the microtransaction level credits, and then some in-game gear, whatever. I don't Either way, I don't know. I know I'm going to put a lot of time in this game, so I was just like, fuck it, I'll buy it. Because, you know, I can play it for a week and earn double the amount of in, uh, income on it. So I did that. And uh, it's fun. It's it's really, it, it's a pretty game. There are some areas, like I'm, I'm into the larger hub world areas now. So there is some slowdown on the game. Um, but it's your typical MMO. I mean, you know, you go from quest to quest and you group up with people. And I'm just, I'm just almost to 50, and when I hit 50, I can actually start doing dungeons now, where you team up with five other people, and you play dungeon-specific maps to where you get dungeon gear and, 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 and loot for that. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited for that. Um, it's taken me a while to get there. That's why I'm kind of afraid that some of my friends won't want to put in the time to do that, so then they won't get to that level of... I've, I've been interested thing. in it. I watched you play it on Mixer Actually, until I fell asleep the other day, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it does look it looks fun. I mean, uh, but like I said, right now I just it's I have you don't so have time. many so, like, much, so much stuff yeah. to play. It's just overwhelming, and that's and that's what it's for me. It's like man, I have all these great story games to play, but I know that's I can, I'm kind of just forcing I know myself I can... to play Wolfenstein right now. Yeah, and it's not because I have to force myself to play it. Yeah, it's just like I'm gonna pick this game, and I'm gonna play through it, and I'm gonna pick another one, and I'm gonna play through it. Exactly, because like I'm playing Skyforge because I'm like man, I can. I can just chat in a party, or I can listen to my podcast, or I can listen to music yeah. while I play, and I don't have to do anything else. But, like, you know, we have, like, all these great story games, but when we get into party chat, like, you can't fucking play a story game and be in a party chat. Like, it's hard. Yeah. So, it's pretty funny. But check out check out Skyforge. If, if you like World of Warcraft and, you know, uh, fucking Guild Wars, stuff like that. Actually, it reminds me a lot of Guild Wars, actually. A lot more than World of Warcraft. Uh, what, what did you say on the stream? You were like, what is this... Uh, Economy World of Warcraft, or no, what would you uh, say? Discount World of Warcraft. Discount World of Warcraft. <laughs> like, that's exactly what it is. It's pretty funny. But, yeah, I don't know. Check it out. It's it it's fun. It is what it is. And, uh, so, yeah. What, uh, that's basically all I've been playing, man. I haven't played really much anything else. And if I have, I didn't remember. There's been so much stuff we played lately, so. Well, now it's time to get into the shit. Yeah, so. Uh, to the news. Yeah, right. Uh, so, EA. If you haven't been yeah. paying attention to the gaming world, living under a fucking know, rock. If you're listening to this podcast, I don't, I don't know what you're doing with your free time, but right. Um, Battlefront Two, what released? What was the official release? Is what last week? Uh, last Friday is the official release for everybody. Yeah, but uh, if you got this. $80 edition, you got it two, three days before you that. inserted your credit card into your Xbox. <laughs> and then if you had EA Access, which is what I did, you get it a week beforehand. 
So, so that's how I got it. This game has caused a shitstorm of like epic proportions in the gaming world. Like it's almost up it's there with literally game changing. Like it's yeah. it's either can what has happened with it can either bring a lot of years of really great video gaming or a lot of really bad years of video gaming. So what's going to happen is that you're going to see like CD okay, don't get me wrong, everybody out there is listening. I I like The Witcher 3 for what it is. I loved Witcher 2. Witcher 3 to me was a great game, but the story on the single player, the main quest did not get to me. Now, CD Projekt Red are a group of people that are really great developers. They love their fans. Some of the, probably the most dedicated developers you could find. But at the same time, they did a bait and switch, in my opinion, which I think is bullshit. They bring out Witcher 3, right? And they put out an amazing game, tons of content. They put out two expansions, one that is like, I don't know, six to eight hours, and then one that's like 12 to 14 hours. Awesome. That's fucking incredible. But then the way they do it, they're like, we're going to bring out this game, and then we're going to have two months of free DLC. The free DLC are contracts, weapons, hairstyles, stuff like that. Stuff that they already had in the game, they just took out to give away for free to increase reputation. I know that's what they did. Still, though. But people are like, oh, man, they're fucking giving away free DLC. It's amazing. And I'm like, meh. Like, Phrase free. So, so, But at the same time, you're saying that, but Battlefront and EA, they've said the same thing. Ever since that E3, they were like, Battlefront 2's coming out. All DLC will be free. But they did but, it in the most shysty way but you yeah, could possibly imagine. Exactly. I'm not saying what they did was right. So, yeah, they come out and they have all these microtransactions. Now, I've said, even in the past episode, we talked about loot boxes. This is how crazy this is, is that a month ago, almost, we did our podcast and we talked about loot boxes and how we were like, they're not really that big of a deal if it's cosmetic, which I still agree. It's If they're cosmetic like Overwatch, it it's not a big deal. but that's not how EA viewed that's, it. Yeah, that's not how EA viewed it. EA viewed it as, you want to be a better, you want to have better equipment, you yeah. want to do better, pay more money. Exactly. And... They can give away all the free DLC and expansions that they want, but if I buy a base game and I just want to play the multiplayer and I just get smoked by somebody who spent an extra ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty, hundred dollars. Yeah. Like that's not fair. Like it really isn't. It's it's not at all. And so basically what happens is that people first off, reviewers got this game. When they got the game And, and this is a Star Wars video game, so of course you want to play with the most iconic people exactly. in this franchise. Yeah. Vader, Luke, the Rey, heroes, the villains, yeah. Darth Maul, all the guys that you grew up loving. Exactly. Um, so when reviewers got this game, they got to play the story mode, they got to play the multiplayer. And when they were they were noticing they were like, wait a minute, like when we unlock these characters with these credits, we have to play matches, but we're only having to pay ten thousand credits. But then when they get, like, because when you get a review copy of a game, you're sent the game review, or the game, the game itself, and then you're given, like, a kind of like a spreadsheet checklist thing of, like, what's in the game. So you can add them footnotes into your review, or, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be written or video, oral, whatever. Oral, um, verbal. Um, in that, you know, they said that to unlock heroes and characters, it'd be 70,000 credits. So the reviewers are like, well, why is it only 10,000 for us? Well, they're like, well, to 
keep the progression going faster so then you can unlock as much as you can in that short amount of time. We want the heroes and villains that you unlock to feel like a momentous occasion, something that you should be proud of, that you earned that. Now, to earn that, did you see how much, how long it would have took to earn Vader or Palpatine or what something like that? 4,000 hours or 2,000 hours <laughs> no, or something. That's to, do, that's to unlock everything. To unlock one hero, one villain, that's like seven hours. Which is fucking bonkers. Like, that's crazy shit. Then, so, but if you put enough money at the fucking game, you can unlock, you know, hero cards, break that down to crafting parts or whatever parts, and then you can buy your own character you wanted. Yeah. So, now check this out. Now, the story mode, what I was going to say earlier in the show, is that you're playing, you're playing, you know, this awesome... I When I first started, I was like, holy shit, like, this story, like, sounds pretty badass. Like, you're this chick... She works for she's works course, for she's, course it's a chick. Yeah, yeah. She's in she's in the empire, and she's you know fighting all the shit. You basically get sent, sent down. I there. remember all the chick. Yeah, you know stormtroopers. Yeah. I remember. Uh, so you basically get sent sent down to uh, Hondor or Endor or whatever. We well, you know where they're having Endor. the battle. Yeah, the battle with the Ewoks and ATSTs and Leia and Han trying to get in there to shut down the the reactor shield whatever for the Death Star and then you're you're basically on your way to give the troopers back up to stop to stop them from attacking the generator and the shield generator and then all of a sudden you hear this like big sound because there's a delay from space to the to the planet you look up and you're like holy shit you just see the fucking Death Star just explode that was kind of powerful because you look you've seen it from a different perspective like somebody being on a planet and you're like Everything that I believe in just got fucking shattered <laughs> to the core, and then uh, then you get like a little message and a little hologram saying that like uh, we're ordered to retreat back, you know, retreat back to this 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 warp point so you can you know regroup with with the rest of the Empire troops. Then you finally do, and you get there, and basically you you know you're given you're given orders by a deceased person and to 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 do this because. In, this was a contingency plan that if something happened, this is what you need to do. And then, then you do a space battle and blah, blah. But then like, this game is like, it feels like just fan service. Like, yeah. but you would think, is that a bad thing? In a way it is, in a way it's not. When you look at some of the best Star Wars games, you think of like, Jedi Academy, KOTOR, like games that had their own original storylines, very, very minimal of like, Oh, here's Han Solo. Oh, here's Luke Skywalker. You like, mean like expanded universe? Stories. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. But and then, but in this, it's kind of expanded universe. They never told this this side of things. Yeah. But then they're like, let's throw in Chewie. Let's throw in Han Solo just because we want to. You know, they're like, oh look who who shows up here, and it's like, oh goddamn, yeah, dude. Man. Like, I don't know. <clears throat> I know my fucking throat's popping. Um, Mickey Mouse, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just it's really weird, and so you beat. Yeah, I didn't beat the game, but I, I heard about this. So you beat the game, right? What's the one character you think you should unlock for multiplayer? Well, to me, it'd be Vader. But to me, it'd be the fucking main chick you play with, right? Oh, well, oh, yeah. No, you don't. You don't get shit. You get like some credits. That's it. Like measly fucking like. Is like, <laughs> like the whole time. Is your twenty pence? <laughs> yeah, the whole time I was like, it's like. Thanks for your time and money. My friend doesn't like you. I don't like you either. Like, it's like, get the fuck out of here. It's some bullshit. You get an emote. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. 
But like, uh, I don't know. Like the multiplayer was just it. It's really, it's really hard. Like, I every time I got in there and played. As a gamer, I don't. And uh, me, like personally, I don't like to just jump on like trends when it comes to gaming. But like, to me, I have to stand by not buying this game with everybody else who isn't because the it's not so much because it's Star Wars or it's EA. It's because of the principle of what this means. If everybody bought this game and started doing this whole pay-to-win shit, every other developer in the world is going to say, like, oh, why don't we do that? Or $60 game, why not a $90 game? But in the, there, yeah, there's there's things about that that people are saying. Is that, like, is this going to change, like... Because the reason It'll why have to every with more than just Battlefront, yeah, too. every game now is is having loot boxes, and because it's making them extra money, extra income, yeah, and more I income, and I kind of hate that trend though too, because I feel like it's to me it's just like one of those like glass bubble type things, like like yeah, loot boxes are cool, but eventually everyone's just gonna get really burnt out on them, yeah, and then they're gonna have to find something else to try to sell you. Yeah, but my thing is, like, I don't mind them if that means the DLC for the game is going to be free, uh, or, like, regular content updates. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, if it's cosmetic, that's one thing. But yeah. I don't know, man. We grew up in an age where you bought a game, and you got the game, not, I bought a game for 60 bucks, but to get all the cool shit that I want, i got to pay another 60 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... It's just weird to me, because EA has been... EA's been... We're like, part of that generation that bought video games based off the cover art. I mean... Yeah. But, I mean, you look... I mean, you have kids. You know microtransactions work. Yeah. And the I've tried to limit did, a lot of it with, yeah. with my son. I mean, because he's one of those... Like, Dad, can I get this for a dollar? Can I get this for two dollars? Because he, he understands the concept of money, but he's, he doesn't see when it adds up like, yeah. over and over again. And like, I'm like, he, no, son. If you play enough Rocket League, you will unlock everything. Yeah. As he did. As he, I was gonna say, as he did. The motherfuckers. The only thing I've ever bought with Rocket League <laughs> were the actual expansions, the, yeah. the actual stuff that you had to buy to get yeah. the other stuff, not yeah. because it wasn't something like specific cars, yeah. like the Back to the Future cars, yeah, like, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But, <laughs> but like everything else, dude, that, I'll never forget that day. Like the the Rick, oh, and, Morty Rick and Morty stuff. came out with some new stuff. Oh, All right, yeah? I got him. Yeah, he's like, I got him. I was like, what do you mean you got him? He's like, oh. The, that was like the first thing I all, all new eight items. Yeah. Two hours later. <laughs> yeah. Because every match he every time he'd level up he'd get that specific item because he already had everything previously yeah. uh unlocked. It's fucking bizarre, man. And I don't know, like I, I see I see this change in every everything, you know. I hope and, it does. I and hope and the way they the way they handled the way they handled it was, you know, they'd get in there and they'd be like you know, we want you to feel like you've accomplished something and then they'd come back and they'd say, We're sorry and then they they just kept like doing like half ass apologies, and then their la- their last apology they said they said we're turning off the option to buy crystals within the game, so no so no loot boxes. They're turning that off, and we're reworking the structure of how you level, uh, obtain the cards in game, and like the currencies within the game of like the stuff that you unlock from cards and stuff. But then at the bottom of the blog post, they're like, um. So, again, we're turning off the ability to buy microtransactions at this time. We'll return in a future date. Oh, and they will, and they'll return with a vengeance. Like, what the fuck? About it. And <laughs> that's the bad thing, is everybody yep. has such a short attention span. Yep. It's like, all right, well, we're going to turn them off for two, three months, and then we're going to be like, all right. But you got to think, though, man, is that in this industry, 
But your that, first month sales are huge before the sixty percent in sale drop. Yeah. So hopefully that'll speak even more volumes as to how they are going to handle this. Yeah. Because Battlefront One, I don't remember how many copies they sold at launch, but Battlefield Two sales already I'm sure they for sold the first a lot week because are sixty percent lower. Did, they did than the one. shitty thing with Battlefront One too. Yeah. That's it's I mean sixty percent, that's pretty that's pretty crazy. But here's the fucking crazy thing is is that EA shut down Visceral. Visceral was working on an unnamed Star Wars project. Visceral's the ones yeah, that are in charge Dead, of Dead, Dead Space, Space or fucking yeah. Dead <laughs> Dead Space incredible sci fi game. What Dead they, Space is still to me one of my favorite games like oh, most yeah. of all time. Oh yeah, like, it's I fucking love amazing. Yeah. And so with that you're seeing like Disney's not gonna put up with the shit. Like they're not gonna do it, dude. They're so no, tired. They're, they're not gonna put up with it because it causes it loses them money. It's yeah. not because they're actually caring about the caring the, the about the consumer. It's yeah. the bottom line. Yeah. And so they're both they're both devils, but you got to pick the better devil because what yeah, what it has been voted worst company in the world like yeah. two or three years in our fucking yeah. room. And then uh, you know, and then I just hate how Disney's starting to own everything. I know. I really. I mean, like. Marvel, Star Wars, and they're in talks to buy something else huge that I heard about the other day. I wonder what it is. Some toilet paper brand or something? No, it was like <laughs> it was like something when I heard about it, and I, I should be able to remember, but I don't. But it's I was just like, damn, really? Like, yeah, it's fucking it's it, it's crazy, man. So we'll see what we'll see what happens with this this chaos. What chaos you will bring. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I don't know. It sucks because I want to play Battlefront 2, but I don't, I'm not going to support yeah. antics like that from a developer. I know. Everybody on here is just... DICE made them... So surprised. As much as I love DICE and I love Star Wars, and we both do, and we're sticking to our guns. Yeah. Fuck you, EA. And that's what I don't get is, like, you put out a game like, like oh, your Battlefield games, and, like... They're great. They're great. And mm. then you take the Star Wars franchise and be like, alright, we're just gonna milk this shit. Did you see all did you see all the finger pointing like they did? Oh, I'm sure it's like, tremendous. Yeah, like EA was like, it was Disney's fault. And Disney's like, no, it was EA's fault. Yeah, it's crazy. They were like doing But that it's shit. hard to hard to believe because you have Disney who's yeah. so money hungry and you have EA who's a terrible fucking company. And I feel bad for Dice because I believed I there's been even rumored uh, not rumored, but there was like a, an interview, I believe, where one of the DICE employees was basically saying, like, look, like, we built this game around what we love as Star Wars. We did the sounds, we did the visuals, we did the core games. Yeah, they what built we the wanted. game. They're not in charge but of the marketing exactly, and how the game is exactly. actually sold to people. They're like, we built this game with, with, with that not in mind, and then they went in there and put that in there. Yeah. And another thing is, is, like, I think that maybe they were, like, maybe they didn't really think this through. Maybe they were, like, let's put this in there and see if we can get away with it. Let's let's make these credit these credits obtainable, but they're a long time. I think like the game industry's been inching closer to this, like though, for a long time. Now. Yeah, that's true. And with the rise of mobile gaming, it's made it worse. But you look, dude. You look at you look at. I would think if I was if I was in that if I was around that round table when you're making these massive games, you're working with these massive companies, and they're like, man, we're bringing out Battlefront three. It's going to be amazing. We're going to do this. We're, we're okay. We're we're not going to continue to do what we did last year. Um, you know, it's, that was a major fuck up, you know, and, but then you see like, I'd be the person in the corner and be like, why, why are we doing this? Look what's really popular right now. Rocket League, PUBG, 
games that are that are that indie are, developers. Man. Indie developers, they're so much more supported. There's and not maybe by money so much, but player base and, and time and that, dedication. Man. You look at the price of them games, and let's get down like to it. Price. Most people don't have expendable income to buy a sixty dollar game a lot yeah. of the time. Most people don't buy every game that comes out, and so they think I can get twenty bucks, thirty bucks by Rocket League, Minecraft. Um, most of the games on the Switch right now. I wish I could be that person. And, uh... Such a digital whore. It's crazy. Well, and... To think, like... Indie developers aren't just the people that you remember from Xbox 360 Marketplace anymore. Like, they're actual contenders for Game of the Year developers. And so... And the rules kind of change, with I guess, with people like Nintendo. Because Nintendo... Is kind of always innovating their own way. Yeah, and they, they kind of don't thing. really follow any trend that goes on with. I mean, for anything. The, the game awards, you know. Yeah, the, like, the, <laughs> both of their games are in, the, and there's only four games considered. Yeah, and two of their two of the games are Nintendos. And it's so, pretty crazy. I think. I think you're gonna see more indie games get popular, and that, and I'm not, I don't mean to say that, just because they're cheaper, because the quality of indie games are getting better, and then that's how I think you're gonna see. The decline of the AAA title, mm-hmm. people are gonna be like, "No, I'm tired of being duped every time." Yeah, so. you never, you never know, man. That's why it's important to get out there and 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 support your your games that you really believe in. And I've bought in Cuphead three times. <laughs> Did you really? Why? Yeah. I've bought it. Uh, no, two times. Sorry, I have it on the PC because I bought it on my Xbox, and then I bought it for my son on his Xbox. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's crazy. Did that? I wonder, did that game not get nominated? I, I don't. Know. I say nominated for Game of the Year awards because I most people don't really give a shit about that. But I, I think it's fun to watch that game awards. It is thing, because you know? it's a show dedicated to stuff that we love. Yeah, and no but, matter how wrong they are, most yeah, of the time it's still fun to watch. I remember last year you were like nothing was mentioned about Dark Souls three or nothing. Well, like, the year Bloodborne. It yeah, came Bloodborne. Out, and, it, yeah. and to me, it wasn't even about it being contended for Game of the Year. It was sound design. the sound design, yeah. the soundtrack, because that game has an original score, yeah. and it's phenomenal. I can't remember what And they didn't even mention it. Yeah. Yeah. Uncharted was in Uncharted, there. Yeah. Like, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> fuck Uncharted. You have a fucking entire orchestra <laughs> composing a, you know old Victorian soundtrack yeah. to your game, and you're going to give it to, you know... It's shit-charted. Ugh. Ugh, anyways. Yeah, um... Dark Souls 3 was... I felt the same way about it. All their scores on all their games are amazing. Yeah. And that game is beautiful to look at, too. Some of the best, like... Just visual... They have uh, great skyboxes. Yeah, skyboxes and uh, environmental designs. Like, yeah. buildings. It's fucking crazy, man. I love it. And their bosses, man. Like, I... It's Second weird. None, man. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I can't... I can't play them games, but, like, when I watch you play it or people on Twitch, like, I'll just... I'll watch the way the... The boss moves like their face and their hands and their big ass arms and legs. It's just fucking amazing, man. Shit's tight. But, anyways, man, I think that's pretty much it. You know, yeah, keep it around the hour mark. A lot of big sales on the Xbox One right now. Yeah, a lot so of sales. If you're, if you're sleeping on getting a game right now, is a good time to boot it up and look at the store. Yeah, because you get it for damn near half the price, if not more. Yep. And so, PlayStation's will go live tomorrow too for their Black Friday. PlayStation, sales. I thought already was. That's early live. early access for PS. Well, I got the email for early access, and their biggest discounts is forty percent. 
That's yeah. it. But then then there'll be more go live tomorrow. So that was just like I, a preview. Uh, but Xbox is fucking killing it on the sales this year. They are. I couldn't believe some that. Like Wolfenstein two for thirty bucks. Yeah. Evil yeah. Within two for thirty bucks. We bought the deluxe edition with all the with DLC. season pass for fucking forty dollars. That's like eighty dollar value half off. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. I still can't believe we got that. I'm so so damn glad. I just wish that we weren't impatient. We would have waited for Origins and South Park, and everything else. But you know, it's the it's the luck of the draw. You never know when the shit like it happens. Yeah. And I don't mind. I don't mind helping them people out. You know, I like supporting the developers, supporting the industry. So, um, yeah, man. Like I, it's been a, it's been a good month so far, and it's only going to get better. Yeah, I'm excited for you to get your 4K TV. Does having that having that drastic that drastic change, man? You ain't gonna know. What I've been trying to explain so. this to my girlfriend. Like, uh, the when, when she sees it, she's but gonna she's, be like, she's not shit. a tech. You know, she's not a techie. Yeah. And she's like, that, what's so. that old TV there? I need my tube. Yeah, like it's like because I, I tried to show. What it the you date an eighty year old woman? I was like, I was like, I was on YouTube and I was like, all right, here's a four eighty and here's a ten eighty, and she's like, but well, you know, there's a little difference, but not you know. I'm just like, okay, well, imagine this four times as clear. Like, like a plebe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for you guys to get that. I think you're going you're gonna to going. We're going to go, what, Black Friday shopping. So I'm I'm hoping, like, to get something I can actually, like, like a movie I can watch in 4K. Yeah, they're, they, I know Best Buy has some 4K UHD Blu-rays on sale. So. Uh, and if you actually go, if you're, because I'm not, are you going to go to El Rio Walmart? Yeah, on, probably on Thursday, go. what time? Um, I think their sale starts at six, so we're probably gonna. I'm gonna try to get there by four. Okay, I might actually. Well, I say I'm gonna be in town that day. I might you go come up there down there you. and try to help me get a fucking TV. Yeah, I probably, I probably will. See, I'm supposed to go to my mom's that night sometime, but I can go there later. After I mean, that's. That. I mean, once we get the TV, like I'm gonna take it out, and then we're gonna go back in and just try to find stuff for the kids. So yeah, we don't, really don't need to record all this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's gonna be it's gonna for anybody be. who wants to rob me in the near yeah. future. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, until next time, have a good Thanksgiving. Uh, eat lots of that nasty shit turkey. Ugh. And I want a turkey at work today, man. I know. You're lucky. It's amazing. You're lucky, man. I think I'm gonna make for Christmas. Where's my turkey? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna save it for Christmas Eve because we're hosting Christmas Eve. So we're gonna I think I'm gonna make turkey and noodles, man. It's gonna be amazing. You're hosting Christmas Eve. Yeah. What day of the week is that? Sunday. Fuck. You bastards would. Well, it's the only day I have off. You work work Christmas? Christmas, Oh, it's weak sauce. Well, I would come over on Christmas, but I work on Sunday. I wish we got paid for Christmas Eve. Anyways. Oh, God. Do you get holiday pay? Uh, Not on Christmas Eve. Christmas Day, I will. Yeah. Christmas Day is Monday. Yeah. So, I got to work that couple hours in the morning. Ugh. All right, anyways, I don't know what the fuck we're recording this. Anyways, uh, until next time, guys, thanks for listening. This is episode 39, or 38. We'll be doing episode 39 next, obviously. So, um, yeah. Bye-bye. Until next time, take it easy. Oh, indeed.
beautiful, my new supplier. I used to like smoking and stop all the thinking, but I found a different buzz. The world is a curse, it'll kill if you let it. I know they got pills that can help you forget it. They bodily call it medicine, but I don't need drugs. Cause I'm already high. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.